You got your coffee? I do. Do you have yours? I always have mine. I'm pretty sure at this stage, I just should have like a cup surgically implanted into my palm. Yeah, you know how I've always just said like that, a I, skin that cup? I should have a rolling IV of coffee that I could just take anywhere and everywhere? Just mainline that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's healthy. I'm sure it is. That's what the doctor little, recommended. Well, the little person asked me the other day, he said something to me about, uh, you know, Grandma, you don't have to have coffee all the time. And I was like, yeah, I do. And he was like, well, it's not really healthy for you. And I was like, no, but it's healthy for everyone around me. It is. And he looked at me and went, why? And I was like, because without it, I'm really super cranky. <laughs> I didn't want to look at him and go, because I'll kill people, because I thought that was a little much. He would repeat that to his teachers. Yes, I figured as much. So I decided. I would and have as, to explain you. And, and well, there, there's no hope for that. Which is why I'm glad you didn't say what no, you because wanted I, to say. And, Unfortunately, we were on the way to school that morning. So oh, yeah. I, I knew for sure and certain that that was going to be a topic of conversation on the playground or in class. As if I soon said, as you say. As, if it came out of my mouth. So I was like, no, we'll stick to cranky instead of murderous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crank over homicidal, apparently. Because without it, I'll cut people. No, without it, I'm homicidal. There's no doubt about it. Justifiably so, but nonetheless... <laughs> Apparently, there are laws against it. Who knew? <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> Nowhere but up. <laughs> Truly. That's so far down at the bottom that really, I mean, anything's going to be an improvement on that. Fuck. <laughs> Welcome back to Yeah, That Happened. I'm Nikki. <laughs> I'm Joyce. And yeah, that, that actually did happen. And this is... <laughs> You guys, we're struggling. This is our second go trying to record this. <laughs> Everything's on fire around us. It's fine. Oh, we just There's a protest happening in Wellington oh, right God. now, and we were just talking about how the protesters are making tinfoil hats, and I feel like, <laughs> really, are we all that far away from it, though? joining the tinfoil hat brigade i'm just putting it out there our cult is so much more fun than that shit yeah i know i mean if you're gonna be in a dumpster fire be in our dumpster you know our dumpster will have glitter and shit and coffee it'll have coffee so much coffee there will be coffee in this dumpster and i can and probably no tinfoil just so you no know tinfoil unless it's for something else. Yeah, but no, you're, you're just going to have to suffer the wrath of the EMFs or whatever it is. That, that I don't even in. know. <laughs> God, I just... Honestly, these people oh, don't have a working brain cell between them. I'm telling you. And there's like a lot of them down there. There's a lot of them down there. And and again, they're outbreeding us. We can't... I mean, there's nothing we I can just do. Don't, how are we expected to keep up with the stupid? <laughs> you can't compensate, man. <laughs> We're just done for. I just... We're all fucked. Oh, again, I fall back to Catherine Hepburn and the loons. The loons. The loons. <laughs> it's just, there's so many of them. I'm just going to Duolingo some Russian after this. It's fine. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Can we not? <laughs> yes. uh, anyway. Oh, yes. We're really on a roll yeah. today. So, oh, yeah. what are we talking about? We're talking about when life imitates art today. And it does. And it does. Not good art either, by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> Did you read it? Did you read yours? Have you read the book? Uh, the book? 
Oh, no, this one I have not read this. Oh, God. See, I'm telling you, everything's on fire. <laughs> My brain just went. Yeah, no, I, I, I think have... that's called a stroke. Oh, Not of genius. Not funny. I think I'm very genius. I <laughs> wasn't trying to be funny. I'm legitimately concerned about your brain. <laughs> Sweetheart, I am legitimately concerned about my brain. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, but sorry. yes, no, I, I have not read my the, the book because I just couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, okay. I just really couldn't. This is promising. Oh, it is. This is ever so. It's, so let's get amongst it. It's just weird. Um, this is, I actually titled it, uh, When Life Imitates Art, If Only Leo and Kate Had Read This Novella. I love it. Yeah. I can't pretend to be surprised about what you're doing. I know. Because we got halfway most through. of the way through yours yesterday before our computer was like, oh, just kidding. No, I'm really not here for this today. <laughs> exactly. Jesus. We got halfway through, the computer shat itself, and then people turned up to work on the roof, and the dog didn't stop barking for two hours. I was like, cool, I think we're done for the day. This is this is not happening. <laughs> no, no, it was not. Oh, God. So, embarrassingly, I knew nothing of this until we decided to do this topic. <gasps> okay. Okay, so, 14 years before the Titanic left Belfast and set out for New York, a man named Morgan Robertson, the son of a ship's captain, wrote a novella titled The Wreck of the Titan, or futility, and honest to God, that's the title. Because everything is futile. Yes, and it's I that get it. Big long I feel title. that in my bones. <laughs> yes, yeah, but can I just yes. make a quick point? That yes, the Titanic left Southampton. Well, it was built in Belfast, and it had to travel from Belfast to Southampton to leave on its maiden voyage. Because I make reference to it in mine. Oh well, hmm. Aren't you clever? I'm. Look, I've always said this. I know, honey. Oh, dear. Oh, oh God. All right. All that aside. Okay. Futility. Similarities The theme are, of this year so are far. truly freaky. Yes. Actually, this is quite the way to start the year out. It's not awesome. <laughs> Robertson's novel was written in 1898 about a drunken, disgraced naval officer who takes a job aboard the Titan. And it's the world's largest sailing vessel with a length of 800 feet. The Titanic measured 882 feet. So, so they were 82 feet off. It was, yeah, 82 feet off. God. Yeah. I, you know, they couldn't <laughs> math either. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, dear. Okay, so in Robertson's story, the Titan is lauded as unsinkable. Oh, spooky. Sound familiar? But wait, there's more. There always is with you. I know. The Titan was British-owned, same as Titanic. But everything was. Everything was. It was the time, yes. The Titan strikes an iceberg in the North Atlantic, 400 nautical miles from Newfoundland, same as Titanic. Is it Newfoundland or Newfoundland? It's not Finland. Finland. New, new. I, I don't know. It's Newfoundland. Trust me, I have watched enough Murdoch mysteries to, and that... They, they call it Newfoundland. Canadia, your names are weird as well. <laughs> I can mispronounce Canadia words, too. 
It's not just the UK not ju- I that we am, have trouble I am with. an equal opportunity mispronouncer. We are just as bad at pronouncing everyone else's everyone words. Everyone else's words. Even my own. Oh, you guys, God. we barely English. We definitely don't math. Oh, God. This, this is well established. We're um, real shit at podcasting. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Well, the Titan was short of lifeboats in the book for its passenger load of 2,500, having only Because profits over people. The Titanic, however, was even shittier. Yeah. It had only 20 for its 2,200 passengers. That's, oh, it's just so bad. Yes, it is. Were there ever charges laid over that? You know, I do not know there should have been, but I do not know that there were. Um, mm. But it, it was it, that. I mean, the numbers are close enough to fall into the creepy corner. Yeah, they um, really are. Like they're not far off. No. Um, in futility, the Titan hit the iceberg at a speed of twenty-five knots. And no, I don't have any idea what that is in land speed. But I'm going to go with um, no knots hitting an iceberg would be better than twenty-five knots. So you know, yeah. I mean, figure that one. Okay, but, hold on. Yes. Google tells me 25 knots is 46.3 kilometers per hour, which is 28.7695 miles per hour. So basically 28.77. So it was going about 29 miles an hour when it hit it. Okay. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, the Titanic was doing 22.5, so it was going slower. When it met Mr. Iceberg. But, hold on, there's even more. In futility, Titan sinks in April after hitting the iceberg on the starboard bow around midnight. Which, everyone that saw the movie knows that it was April. Okay. Middle of the night. Yeah. And... I'm assuming starboard is one of the sides of the ship. (laughs) I would assume so. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think it's the bottom. The left. Is it the left? I don't know. I don't know. I know there's, I don't know. There's an aft and a starboard. Uh, Aft is back, right? I don't know. Starboard? What side is starboard? Gosh, I've accidentally got caps lock on. It looks like I'm shouting into Google. Well, I, you probably okay, are. No. Starboard is to the right. Okay. Port is to, Port the, left. Is to the left. Stern is the front. No, back. And aft <laughs> oh is the God. front. And forward is the front. Okay. I don't know what aft is. I don't either, but I know I've heard it somewhere. Anyway, on a plane? It could have been. Who knows? The Titanic sinks on the morning of April 15. After being hit by an iceberg on the starboard bow. So on the so, left-hand side of the ship. Same as the as the Titan in the book. Why can't they just use right and left? Sweetheart, because... It's it, so confusing. It wouldn't sound nearly as complicated if they said right and left. Uh, I... <laughs> so now, this is where life kind of takes poetic license with the survivors, or because in futility, only 13 survived the sinking of the Titan. But there were 705 survivors of the Titanic. Did did the book say how many passengers were on? You yeah. said that, haven't you? Yes. What is that? There was, uh, the Titan had a passenger load of 2,200. Oh, shit. That's a lot of shark that's food. A, that's a lot of fat sharks, yes. Thank God it was a book. Um, Did you hear about that shark that just got fat shamed? 
<laughs> on like social media or something. <laughs> nautical terms hey. <laughs> you get you a captain's hat for your birthday oh, god oh lord um okay the titan in the novel capsizes at whereas the titanic just split gets, itself splits in half in two pieces were you driving the titan um, not saying <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i can still be charged you know <laughs> Sure, 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 oh, sure, 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 sure. So here's the thing. Robertson dies in 1915, three years after Titanic sank, but his novel in those three years was massively reprinted and probably got more attention than it had in the 17 years before when it had been in print, um, leading, of course, to the required, was he psychic? Yes. No. No, no, and no. Okay, well, we went through this yesterday, and, and I decided that he was. <laughs> and you're still wrong. He had just <laughs> spent his life in shipyards. He'd been a sailor. He was the son of a sea captain, mind you. Son he understood the, the new fad of building ocean liners and the money behind it, hence the only providing the minimum required lifeboats, he understood that the fastest route from England to New York was across the North Atlantic, and that, hmm, what a thing, icebergs in spring. Well, they happen. He understood that money came first, people in their... I would seven- have thought it would be winter, but what else? <laughs> in April? No, it's considered spring. But- no, no, not April. I'm not arguing the month. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought you'd have more icebergs in winter. Well, you just have icebergs, period. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, you knew that that was going to happen, that there would be icebergs there. But he understood it's a rescue about, run. Right. He understood that the money came first, safety came distant second. So, you know, I mean, perhaps you could say he was sounding an alarm, but truthfully, he was probably just writing a story about what he knew. And as it turned out, people behaved exactly as he had written them. And life, unfortunately, imitated art. He missed his calling as a therapist. Yes, he did. You can actually read The Wreck of the Titan or Futility by doing a Google book search or going to interestingliterature.com and searching under either Titanic or Titan. Um, And there's a link to the Google archive of the book. Okay. Um, Of course, you could blame the Titanic sinking on the fact that it was cursed because the White Star Line did not christen their ships. Check, I don't know why wouldn't you? I don't know, but they didn't. Or it was intentionally sunk to prevent the creation of the Federal Reserve Bank. My favorite is that it was an insurance scam. <laughs> I don't know. Or that it was the curse of the mummy. I don't mm. remember which mummy. It doesn't matter. Because <laughs> it sunk either way. It's very true, it did. Um, Nobody got to use that body for medicine. And I guess because of of all of the, the um, he's a psychic and he predicted it and, and he wrote too much or knew too much. The uh, could it be crowd have a theory out there that he was poisoned to death. Yes. Because he re- he's recorded as dying March 24th, 1915 for paral- from paraldehyde overdose. 
Um, what is peraldehyde? Apparently is like a phenobarbital um, used to treat seizures or as a sedative. Did whichever. he have seizures? I could not find anything that said that he did, so IDK. Did his psychic abilities make him an anxious mess? I, like the rest of us? I, and so he needed anti-anxiety medication? I'm just saying. You Xanax know, wasn't around back there then. There was no Xanax. <laughs> so could have been. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure he didn't give J.P. Morgan the roadmap for getting rid of opponents to the Federal Reserve. And he didn't use a ma- he didn't magically predict the sinking of the titanic be a lot more fun if he had yeah (laughs) can you imagine the crystal ball (laughs) just a big old ball just it would dwarf the one that the guy in the beginning of the wizard of oz has oh yeah 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 but i mean it's it's just the silliness of it just really did me and it's like kate i mean the guy wrote a book and okay yes it was freaky the the coincidences in the numbers and such. But honestly, I mean, come but on. But also the fact that it's called the Titan and that it's unsinkable I, yeah, and that it the, sails mean, from yeah, Belfast, Southampton. But, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just, there's just a, I don't know. I, I, I just think people were making far too much of it. But Well, get me some tinfoil and fashion <laughs> me a hat because I'm on board with the could it be crowd. Uh, that's what I figured. He was would. a psychic. You door number he was the, the oracle of his time, yep. and he was killed because of it. There you go. Poison. <laughs> them what has his book is them what <laughs> done, done him in. in. <laughs> True story, Liza. Oh, how did I know you would go door number two? Always. Oh, I will always. always go door always. number two. Always. Every time. I know. All right. You're up. What okay. are you going to do? Oh, mine is a bit longer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I do that Uh i don't know why i do this um okay so um we're going back to jolly old england (laughs) oh good we get to mispronounce some more names yay 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 (laughs) in southampton england we don't get to mispronounce very many names (laughs) sits a memorial stone that features the following cryptic quotes though he slay me yet shall i trust in him like nowadays could just be about boning but whatever i don't think it is on this uh lord lay not this sin to their charge both are from that book that you find in hotels oh that okay yeah. you know that book yeah, that one. um this memorial is not part of a grave it's a cenotaph which is to remember richard parker his body's obviously not there but the memory of him isn't just in this stone. It's also in case law and infamy. I must have been feeling really dramatic when I wrote this. <laughs> okay. Along with the other men aboard the ship called the Minionette. Okay. Richard Parker was born 17 years before the tragic events that would lead to his death. He was an orphan and was serving as a cabin boy on his first voyage. Okay, you're, you're sensing a theme here. Mine was 17 years before he wrote the book, 17 years before the Titanic. All I'm saying down. is that you've oh, got a lot of glass balls. Oh, dear God. Okay. Yep. All right. Gotcha. Um, he no doubt had high hopes of becoming a seaman one day. <laughs> God, we just turned into seven-year-old boys. Oh, oh God. Okay. <laughs> the trip... <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you remember when we did the um yes. we did like a heritage week walk through a Yes. A cemetery, Terry. which yes. was super morbid. But then we got to the section for all the semen. semen. I know. Yes. And the two of us laughed so loud that we got dirty looks again, and had to leave. Again, we turned into seven year old boys. It's a thing that happens. It's so bad. It was so disrespectful of us. No, it wasn't. It, oh, I mean, God. come on. It would, it would mean that joke was there for the taking. I mean, it, it was, was just sitting there. I mean, someone. It was written in stone right in, in front, front of us. Our faces. Someone had to say it, you know. <laughs> God. So um, he dreamt of becoming a seaman. <laughs> this trip was commissioned. I don't know if that's the right word to use here. Commissioned. By an Australian lawyer named Jack Want. Okay. Well, Jack wants, Jack gets. <laughs> Except this time he does not. Uh-oh. He'd been visiting jolly old England when he bought a 52-foot yacht and wanted it to be delivered to him in Sydney. Which is a 13,000 nautical mile journey from Southampton, where the yacht was currently. Oh, dear. Okay. I mean, as you would. <laughs> Just pop over to England, buy a, 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 buy yacht, a yacht, and have hire some poor schmo to, to have to, I was going to say drive it back, but captain it Drive back. it back. Can somebody drive, drive my boat, boat back? back? I've had a little bit too much to drink. I need a sober boat driver. Exactly. It's a hell of an Uber. <laughs> Excuse me, driver. Can we get to Sydney? The most cost-effective way of getting his new yacht delivered was by hiring a crew to bring it to him. Okay. Which, like, makes sense, right? I suppose if you've got more money than brains, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, and if you live in Australia, how else are you going to get your boat? Here's a thought. You drive it back yourself. Drive it back yourself. (laughs) Get behind the wheel, Jack. Seriously. Jack. There would have potentially been room for him on the door. <laughs> okay. This yacht was, of course, named the Mignonette, and it was not made for long trips. <laughs> this boat was built for short trips. It was built for Yacht Week it was in the Mediterranean. Yes. It was built for JLo music videos yeah. with okay. Ben Affleck. Or for cocktail parties. Or drug smuggling. <laughs> just This is not what it was built for is the point I'm making. I, I, I get you. Yeah, A I, million I, other uses I could find for but, this but, but boat. This. <laughs> this is not this one. This is not one of them. Okay, this is not the use you're looking for. This okay, is... Got it. <laughs> this okay. is the way it is. All right. <laughs> this is only going to get worse from here. Want wanted his yacht. <laughs> God, what was I thinking when I wrote this? I <laughs> and he didn't really care that it wasn't made for going away from the shore. So he set about hiring some men to act as his seamen on this journey. <laughs> this is actually a really sad story, you guys. His stand-in seamen. Oh, God. So his seamen were... <laughs> The captain, Tom Dudley, Edwin Stevens, who was the first mate, Edmund Brooks, who was a crew member, 
and Richard Parker, who was their cabin boy. He was not a seaman. <laughs> seaman in training. <laughs> he was a junior seaman. The crew were to depart from Southampton, where all successful transoceanic voyages begin. I got really hung up on that word. Um, And sail down the African coastline, round the Cape of Good Hope, and then sail to Australia. Now, like, this is a dangerous journey in a ship that's made for crossing like this. But doing it in the Mignonette was tantamount to a suicide mission. Um, the Cape of Good Hope is one of the world's most treacherous ship graveyards, according to National Geographic and Performing the Google. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on the 19th of May, 1884, two days after your wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. same year, the four men and their boat set out. They were not a butcher, a baker, and a candlestick maker. Just I can see it <laughs> forming in your mouth i didn't i didn't say it (laughs) i can see you wanting to say it i know but i'm not going to um (laughs) they had to know the dangers they had to know the journey was not a safe one but i don't think they could have anticipated just how bad it would be for them like we're still talking about it today so i mean it's bad please tell me that they got paid ahead of time i don't know oh So on either the 3rd or the 5th of July, somewhere off the coast of Africa, as the crew was making their way to Cape Town, the Mignonette ran into trouble. They encountered a storm with gale winds, which Wikipedia tells me means that there are sustained winds of at least 62 k's an hour or 39 miles an hour. Also Tuesday in Wellington. (laughs) With the sea state being very rough to very high, and then I... You said it already, but I have written, living in Wellington tells me that it's a Tuesday. (laughs) See? (laughs) Um, As Parker was preparing to make the crew food and everyone was winding down for the night, the vessel was struck by a very large wave. Captain Dudley immediately realized the situation and ordered the lifeboat to be lowered. This yacht had one lifeboat. It was a flimsy 13-foot dinghy. Because it wasn't made for open sea. This is where the the drug smuggling or the J-Lo video thing comes in, but not not the not the transoceanic. It's not. Yeah, gotcha. Supposed to ever need this? That's, yeah, this is, um, that was there for looks, not for use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, much like Ben Affleck. There you go. See. Um. Nevertheless, the mignonette was doomed. And she was sinking fast. The crew hastily grabbed everything they could and made it onto the dinghy that would become their home for the next few weeks. Oh, wow. Weeks. Wow. It took five minutes for the mignonette to sink. The crew only had enough time to grab the most immediately available and necessary equipment, like whatever's next to them at the time. pretty much, yes. They managed to bring with them some vital navigational equipment, which is important as they were probably about 700 miles away from the nearest land. Oh, dear. And two tins of turnips. Oh, dear. Nothing else. Oh. On their first night, there were shark attacks, or at least attempted shark attacks. Mm -hmm. The men had to use their oars to fight off the sharky beast. Mm Mm-hmm. 
They waited until about the 7th before they opened the first ten of turnips, and the men made those last as long as they could. They snagged a sea turtle. Don't know how, but they did it. Dragged it onto the boat and killed it to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was some fear about drinking the blood, but I think some of them did it, some of them didn't. Mm -hmm. That lasted them until about day 12. The older men knew enough to not drink the Mm seawater, but they didn't have any other water. They were drinking their own urine. Um, Richard Parker seems to have either not known that salty water would lead to horrific dehydration, or he got to a stage where it didn't matter. Mm. So he was drinking the seawater. It was their 18th day at sea when Captain Dudley realized that collecting a little bit of rainwater on oil skins and hoping for another turtle wasn't going to save them. They hadn't had water for days, and they were dying, and they all knew it. They'd been adrift for over two weeks with no sign of a rescue. Like, oh, it's so sad. So Parker lost consciousness because mm-hmm. of the dehydration. And as they had run out of food and water, the other three men did the only thing they could think to do. Yep. The custom of the sea was an old tradition. It says that if a crew were stranded, they could draw straws or have some other way of determining who would sacrifice themselves to sustain the rest. The key part here is that they had, like, participation in the decision. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they yeah, could yeah, volunteer yeah. or draw yeah. the short straw. Yeah, well, he passed out first, so I guess he got the short straw. Yeah. yeah. So, around day 18, when Parker was in bad shape and it was obvious, Dudley approached the other men and let them know that they didn't all need to die. One of them was weaker than the others. One of them didn't have a family waiting back in England. No wife, no children, mm-hmm. was an orphan. He's expendable. One of them was unconscious. Yeah. He was probably going to die anyway, they told themselves. Better to do this before that happens, so that at least his blood could be used to drink. Mm-hmm. Which like, just sounds super gross, but mm-hmm. you know, you don't know what you'll do in a situation. The others... La, la, la. The others (laughs) agreed reluctantly. Brooks at first dissented, and Dudley knew what he had to do. He pushed his penknife into the throat of Richard Parker. Dudley later said about the experience, and this is from a website called Cult of Weird. (laughs) I'm a little bit jealous that they made that website before we could. That's actually kind of a good name. I like that. I really like that name. Um... He said, I can assure you I shall never forget the sight of my two unfortunate companions over that ghastly meal. We all was like mad wolves who should get the most and and for men, fathers of children, to commit such a deed, we could not have our right reason. So this website had an article about a sextant from the voyage that was up for auction. Mm Mm-hmm. In the inside of the sextant, Dudley had scrawled what was essentially a goodbye message. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys did not think they were going to come out the other side. Well, I, ha- I mean, um, if any of them had been on a very large boat before and knew what this voyage it entailed, they would have known that this was stupid. Yeah. I mean, so unless they were offered a tremendous amount of money and got paid up front, 
Why in God's name would you even take that on? I don't know. Wow. Um, yeah, obviously, like, they didn't expect to make it out alive, and one of them didn't. Mm -hmm. Over the course of the next four days, Richard Parker's body sustained the other three men. Okay. Then, on July 29th, four days later, rescue came. A passing boat happened upon them, with Richard Parker's blood and flesh still under their nails and in their mouths. Oh, gross. The men climbed aboard the rescuing ship, the German brigantine, the Montezuma, and breathed a sigh of relief. On September 6th, they landed in Falmouth, England. Did I say that right? Somebody will correct me. I'm sure Falmouth, some, Falmouth. I'm, I'm going to say will Falmouth. Let you know. <laughs> um, we've already established we place names. What are they? The mid, they made no secret of their story and their mm-hmm. means of survival, and they were soon arrested and charged with murder. <laughs> In places like Falmouth, where the populace were making their living on the sea. There was a sort of understanding, and the men's story was met with sympathy. However, that didn't extend to the courts. Mm. Dudley and Stevens were eventually tried for murder and convicted. They both received the death penalty. However, after public outcry, their sentences were commuted to just like a shorter stint in prison. There's a whole heap about this trial and the sentencing and the aftermath I could go over. But then this would be a two-parter, and it wouldn't be about life imitating art. Mm -hmm. The point is, it was a fuck-up from the start. Yes. And this is one of the few cases that is taught to all law students in England, Wales, and many of the Commonwealth or former British territories. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a landmark case regarding the necessitation of cannibalism in extreme or survival situations, and there was a lot of debate about it. They did have a fair bit of public sympathy on their side, though. Mm-hmm. Like, people seemed to understand that they did what they had to do. Well, so what was the ultimate outcome? I mean, they, you said they were found guilty of murder, but were they? And was the conviction overturned at some point? I don't think so, but the sentence was made shorter, and it was just prison instead of death. So they commuted it to like a, a just a shorter like a stint. manslaughter rather than a murder. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Hmm. Um, so, <laughs> life imitating art. Mm-hmm. few connections to this one. These are all from Wikipedia because they're not the ones that I was focusing on. Mm-hmm. So it has inspired Monty Python and their sketch Lifeboat slash Still No Signs of Land. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I remember this, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> um... <laughs> In The Life of Pi, the tiger is named Richard Parker. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not know this. However, none of these are why I chose this story. Okay. Why did you chose this story? Okay. Um, in 1838, 46 years before The Mignonette, mm-hmm. a novel was published. This would be this particular author's only novel. Oh, you got to be kidding me. What? Okay, go ahead. No, what are you thinking? I, I, nothing. I'm just thinking more to the flies. But no, 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 no. That's what it's, it sounds it's like. It's not. Yeah. Um, in it, 
the crew of a ship called the Grampus oh, no. is in a familiar situation. All I could think of was like Krampus. Mm, Krampus, yeah. <laughs> With their ship wrecked and no food or water, the four survivors catch Turtle to survive. Eventually, the crew draws straws and sacrifice one of their own. The unfortunate crew member who sustains the rest until their rescue until their rescue was named, of course, now Richard Parker. Are you? Sh- <laughs> I am not shitting you. Oh wow! It was a book written purely for a paycheck to support his cousin wife during their own hard times, and the author was not a fan of his own work. Mm-hmm. The book was the narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym, and the author was Edgar Allan Poe. No! Yeah. Oh And that's my, my life imitating art! God! Yeah, okay, that was cool. I <laughs> like the ending. Uh, I could have done without the middle. But without <laughs> the middle? Like the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moral of the story, though, I feel like is perform the Google on yourself before taking a job in case someone, mm-hmm. somewhere has prophesized your demise and eventual being eaten on the job, which could have saved Richard Parker like a little bit of grief. What? Do you get, you know, like a bonus check for being... For cannibalizing? For for being cannibalized. Or being cannibalized. Yes. Fucking better. Danger pay. Exactly. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, you know, don't... Hazardous duty pay, right? You said duty. (laughs) (laughs) On a seaman. And seaman. Okay. God, we so are. On that note, I'm going to do an escape room tonight. I know. And I feel like I'll be worried about escaping now. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm just saying, knowing who you're going with. Yeah. You you may want to get an upfront payment. (laughs) What? Just saying. Knowing who you're going with, that you might want them to just, you know, in case you have to, to sacrifice yourself. I mean, it's called the asylum, for heaven's sake, girl. It looks so fun. It looks crazy. It looks so good. If you're into to freaking yourself out and dying, then yes, I guess it does. I literally have a podcast where we talk about the spookiest shit I can find. I know. And you try to make it a bit lighter. Yes. And I, in extra, inevitably, oh I fail. <laughs> Speaking of spooky shit. Oh, yes. My small person recently watched Ghostbusters 2 mm-hmm. and is quite scared of the bathtub scene. Mm. It's the okay. only thing that scares um, him. Yeah. Um, and so he was in the bath the other night and I was out here folding washing. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Mommy, what would you do if you couldn't call Ghostbusters and there was a ghost? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. There's no ghost. And in my head, I was like, oh, there fucking is. But whatever. Okay. Um, and then he goes, person. what would you say to the ghost? And I was like, you know what? You say to the ghost, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> and then they'll leave you alone. And right as I said that, I was like, sorry, Phil, I am afraid of you. <laughs> don't do anything. <laughs> just kidding, Phil. Just, just kidding, Phil. You're super scary. You are. <laughs> oh. oh my god, no. Poor thing. Oh. Um, and god. also while we've been gone over this long, long break. Yes. 
the longest break. The longest, the longest yard. The longest night. <laughs> yes. Um, is that a thing? I feel like that's a thing. I think it might be long day's journey into night. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we've had some amazing reviews come in. Yeah. So, have. so nice. Thank you so much. And, and again, I am just thrilled to know that I am not the only person who cannot pronounce the names of towns and cities and counties in England. I think one there of my, apparently is a, at least one person in the UK who can who, who mis- also cannot pronounce their hometown. Yes, so I thank you. I, I love you. Whoever you are, you make me feel you're so much so better. So pretty. <laughs> yes, all of you leaving reviews. You're so pretty and so nice, mm-hmm. benevolent. Yes, just like your leader. <laughs> yep. Yep. God. Um. So, one of my favorites just said coffee. Yeah, and I was like, "Yes, yes. you get us. Yes, whoever you are, we love just you. Just coffee, 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 man. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, if you're one of those people, thank you so, 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 so much. And yes. if you're not, you should join them because they're cool. Yes, they are. And please do. <laughs> please help. <laughs> help. Also, <laughs> did you know that you can leave a review on Spotify now? Uh, somebody told me that. It was me. I told you that. Was it you? Oh, okay. I thought it was somebody <laughs> important, but that it was, was you. <laughs> more a rhetorical question. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you just go up to, I'm just trying to find a podcast that I was listening to and go and find where it is. Up at the top, underneath where it says like following and then it gives a description. It's got like a star rating alongside like the categories. So, if you don't mind, pop a little five in there as well. Oh, yes, please. That'd be super, thank you. Yes, the more fives, the better. All the fives. (laughs) All the fives. Can we just have all the fives? Just nothing but fives across the board. (laughs) Who needs tens when you can have 25 fives? That doesn't add up to ten. Makes sense, I know. Oh. I don't. It's numbers, sweetheart. Just don't ask. Just, Math's not our strong suit. No, honey, it's not. And I'm starting to think English isn't either. <laughs> I know. <laughs> really starting to, starting to question my English now. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my. All right, are we, is that us? That's, that's us. All we've, right. we've done the thing. We have, yeah. Okay. All um, right. If you liked us, please leave us a review just to reiterate, really drive that point home. Yes, please. Reviews, man. They really, really do help us yeah, on the business Apparently end. that Apple thing is the, the, the really, one to a really do. big deal. I yeah. don't know why, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it is. And um, like you don't even have to say anything. Just write coffee or just write... Mm-hmm. Or write English or maths. <laughs> don't do that because I'll be terrified. <laughs> just like give a shout out to Phil. Yeah, don't hurt them, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can find us pretty much anywhere that you put like music or podcasts into mm-hmm. your brain. Yep. Um, and you can email us at. Oh dear. Um, oh my gosh. Of course, I took my glasses off, so this is great. Um, yeah, that happened. Pod at gmail dot com. Yes. And you can follow us on Instagram at. Yeah, that's the yeah that happened pod or Twitter, which we don't really use. Yeah, I, I just use it, yeah. I just have it, and sometimes I look at Twitter. Yeah, and then we have the the Facebook. Oh um, yes, yes, Facebook page. Yeah, that happened podcast. podcast group, and then we've got a group as well that yeah. you should definitely join and say things in. Yeah, yes, 
Because everyone's free. nice. Yes, they are. They're all lovely. Yeah, I got reminded the other day that, that I haven't yet completed a... a, a Look, that puzzle is really a hard. A scratching puzzle. And, and we I, had, I, we I have the most have amazing a, listeners. I, I may have made a Liam Neeson reference there. <laughs> Honestly, like, oh. everyone that listens, you guys are so incredible. Yes, and we are. had somebody that sent my mother a puzzle, which has been... <sighs> torturing her ever yes. since it got there and so i really have to thank that person because that is my favorite thing yeah to um, watch her mother go even grayer it's fabulous <laughs> there's hair dye for that so it's fine <laughs> okay true story <laughs> gosh it's the wrinkles that i i can't wrap my head around if both. there's botox for I know, that I know. This, so it's also fine no this is it's the, just the mental torture that i'm enjoying on no it's, this it's side. there's a line that i have there and it's yeah no i can't yeah. I don't have such a line. I know you don't, but yay for I you. I plan on... I know, you'll Botox the shit out of I everything. will not go gracefully into that <laughs> night. night. I know. Or that wrinkly night. Into that wrinkly, <laughs> saggy night. I'm going to nip and tuck and inject and deject and suck all the fat out of me and put it into other places until I look like Joan Rivers' ghost is going to come up out of the grave and tell me that I've done a great job. That might be what it takes to that scare That is my Phil life off. plan. <laughs> you know, that may if that be... was Joan Rivers in my front room, I would be having a hell of a lot more fun with it. <laughs> That's very true. But that may be what it takes to scare Phil. <laughs> Get Joan Rivers to turn up. And critique his fashion. <laughs> God, what I would have given for her to critique my fashion. She would have had so many bad things to say. <laughs> God. It would have been oh the God. highlight and of my life. And the other thing that I saw, I, I, I sent you the note about Bradley Walsh and his son Barney. What? No? I haven't oh seen this. Oh my God. Apparently they did this this big road trip together, I guess right around the time that Bradley Walsh was get, getting ready to turn 60 or something. Oh. Honest Is to... it like a Jack Whitehall travels with my father yes, type of deal? Yes, very, very oh my similar. Gosh. Swear my fave. to God. I, I feel like Bradley and Barney are us. <laughs> I mean, it is. I, I just, I had seen. There are Patronuses. They Patroni. Are Patronuses. Patronus. I don't know. Patron. Mm. Patronusi? No. No, that doesn't. That's not, it's going worse. But yeah, they were doing something uh, the other. Oh, God. They're doing they, something they and doing it was great. Oh, is the but point. it was so funny. They they were driving in this big huge camper van thing and oh my god. Oh my gosh. And I pair, and dream Walsh's, of making you go on yeah, a holiday in a camper yeah. van. Well, his his dad jokes are equal to mine. So oh, <laughs> yeah. you guys are both just old dads. We are. I I swear to god it was the funniest thing I believe okay. I've seen in a long time. Well, everybody go watch that yes. after you've left us a review yeah, on all yeah, the please. platforms. On all the, all, on of all them. the fun stuff. Yes. <laughs> all right, dear. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, listening to, to all, all the, the worthless, worthless shit, shit we, we know. know. Bye. Bye.